0: This is a little bit different type of Christmas than what many of us expected this year. And so uh, this is a little bit different kind of sermon than what we usually do. You know, we usually have lots of uh, celebration around the Christmas season, and uh, everybody's uh, excited and uh, with good reason. And uh, this year, it seemed like uh, it was a time to do something a little bit quieter, uh, and a little mellower. Uh, and, and I started thinking about uh, what it meant to do uh, a Christmas celebration when we uh, are not able to gather as we usually do and I uh, came to a little different place but I'm hoping and inviting you to be with me in this tonight and perhaps we will come into the presence of God. There's a uh, song that uh, many times we sing during Advent has kind of a, uh, a uh, more thoughtful tone to it and I, I don't know if you've listened to it the sense of longing uh, that's expressed in this song. Who oh come, who oh come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here, until the Son of God Rejoice, rejoice! Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. The sense of longing in that song of waiting for the presence of God that is spoken to the people of God in a time of harshness, uh, in some ways. Uh, Reflects a little bit of what many of us may be feeling this evening. Uh, normally on a night like this, the room would be full. Uh, we would have lots of people here. One of the great joys of getting to come and, and see everybody and be with everybody. And this year is different. And uh, in the midst of that, I've heard a lot of us uh, kind of, uh, you know, mourning that. Uh, and it made me think about uh, a song that we oftentimes think of as kind of like, a, almost like a lullaby type song, uh, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And I'm not sure that many of you know the the background behind that. Uh, Old Little Town of Bethlehem was written by a gentleman by the name of Philip Brooks. Uh, He was a uh, pastor in the Episcopal Church, a pastor of Holy Trinity Church in 1865, which was the year the Civil War ended, and also the year in which Abraham Lincoln was um, uh, shot. And in that time, he suffered through a crisis of sorrow and, and grief, Uh, He wondered if it was ever going to be possible for the nation to be reunited again, and and he struggled through the darkness of that period and decided toward the end of the year that what he needed to do was uh, take a trip to the Holy Land and hopefully that to kind of renew his spirit. So he found himself in Bethlehem uh, on the day of the birth of Christ and celebrated in Bethlehem that year. A few years later, when he came after coming home, he wrote the hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem. But it's important to hear that as he talks about it. He was struck by the ordinary nature of the town and by the fact that this birth took place in such an ordinary kind of way. And out of that, uh, he began to understand that the birth of Christ is about Christ coming in the midst of our lives. Not as we hoped they would be, but as they actually are. So I want to invite you to sing this uh, through with me, and uh, Ashlyn's going to come and help me lead this because she has much better voice than I do. Uh, The words are going to be up, uh, and you'll be able to see them, and we invite you to join with us as we sing through this. Uh, And uh, as you do, just just listen for what he is saying in the hymn, and especially as we come to the last verse, hear the prayer that is in the last verse of this hymn. BOOM! So oh, holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray, cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, their great glad tidings tell, O oh, come to us, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel, this plea for the presence of Christ. So I want you to pray the first couple of lines of that with me. Uh, I'll do uh, the first line and then I'll ask you to come and join me on the second line. And it'll go something like this, and you guys, uh, the Music team's still in here, so uh, O oh, holy child of Bethlehem to us, we pray. amen yeah, you know sometimes we uh, we forget that uh, Bethlehem in this time it was not uh, not a joyful place, not a happy place, really, uh, at this point in time. Uh, Bethlehem was part of a country which was under uh, the rule of a foreign government they'd been occupied, and the Romans were running the show and in the midst of that time one of the Roman governors had decided to put an extra tax on the people. And so in response to that he, he needed to count everybody to know how much the tax should be and he required everyone to go back to their hometown. This is the reason Mary and Joseph had to travel from Nazareth down to Bethlehem. And they had to do it at a time when Mary was pretty much due. Uh, and so uh, this sense of uh, having to make this three day journey uh, by foot and by donkey. Uh, from the northern end of the country down to uh, Bethlehem, which is just south of Jerusalem. Uh, and to do that at that moment in time when, when many of us would not have chosen to travel uh, was a great difficulty for Mary and for Joseph uh, on that to make that journey. Uh, there was a sense of being in a place where your future was not in control, where your decisions didn't matter, uh, where other people were telling you what to do and you were having to be very careful. And all of that also coming with the the added bonus of having to pay uh, someone to enforce that upon you. Uh, It was a difficult time and a struggling time. And I I, I wonder if some of us as we've moved through this year, um, and I have at least, uh, have felt like in the midst of this pandemic that oftentimes uh, uh, life's a little bit out of our control, uh, that things are happening not the way we would choose for them to happen. And we are having to deal with... uh, things being done in a different way uh, regardless of whether we like that or not and sometimes great difficulty uh, in the midst of that. And so in the midst of that difficulty, uh, in the midst of that struggle, in the midst of that sense of uh, being out of control of one's own life, uh, we lift up this prayer. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend Descend to us us, we pray. pray. Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem and uh, Found the city to be uh, very crowded uh, on this evening uh, because Bethlehem is one of those towns where where people are from, if you know what I mean. Uh, It's a small town and people were raised there and then they moved away to other places. And now they're all having to go back home to be counted for the tax. And so the town is somewhat overrun with people coming back and and coming into town. And it's crowded, Uh, the streets were jam packed. Uh, they arrived after their journey tired and worn uh, into this city, and, and here they were in the midst of all these people whom they did not know. Uh, Mary was going to have her first child, and the people in her family that, that normally would have been there to support her, her mother or her sisters her aunts and extended family, none of them were going to be there. Uh, no one that they knew, no close friends were going to be around. Uh, they were alone. Uh, they were a long way from home, They were probably frightened, and this is the place they were in, to have their first child. One of the things that's been hard, I think, as we've moved through this year is the loss of fellowship, the loss of being able to see each other, uh, to be able to come together, to to be able to hug each other's necks, to greet each other, uh, and and to come together and celebrate together. Uh, Usually tonight, this place is full. And uh, one of the joys of the evening for me, at least, is getting to see people I haven't seen in a while, folks who've maybe come in from out of town, who've traveled, and uh, some of our uh, younger folks who've uh, grown up and moved away, and now they're coming back. And I, and just the kind of reunion sense of all that, of getting to see people and celebrate with them the birth of Christ and to enjoy that fellowship with them. And we've not been able to do that, which for me is a great loss. But many folks have experienced even deeper losses they've moved through this year because they've not been able to be with their family for significant occasions. They've not been able to gather when there have been great celebrations and they've not been able to be together in times of of illness, uh, with quarantining, uh, with restrictions on hospitals. Um, Too often we've had folks who have been... uh, in the midst of severe illness, and their family can't be there to support them like they would in the past. And tonight, I'm, I'm aware that there are a number of families within this congregation who are celebrating their first Christmas without a significant member of their family. And they're not able to gather as they normally would to find support from each other and to be there for each other. Uh, the loss of that being together, that fellowship uh, for which God has created us, has been difficult has been difficult in powerful ways this year. But it was exactly in a time like that that Christ was born. It was exactly under those circumstances that God broke into the world we live in. So so even in the midst of this night, even in the midst of this time, uh, we are bold to pray, O holy child of Bethlehem, descend." descend
1: to us, we pray.
0: The innkeeper in Bethlehem that night oftentimes gets a bad rap. Um, He's seen or treated as being insensitive and uncaring. The truth is he was overwhelmed. Uh, He had people coming out of the woodwork and he did not know what to do with them. He was uh, harassed and hurried and harried and trying to meet all the demands of all of these people whom he simply could not meet. Uh, Rooms that he did not have, food that he didn't have, drink that he didn't have. And people were all over him and asking for more and complaining about what he could not provide. Uh, and he was simply overwhelmed. And, and then in the midst of it, this young couple appears. And it didn't take a practiced eye to realize that they were really needing a place to be as the young woman was uh, just about ready to give birth. And, and, and he understood the urgency of the situation, and yet um, he, had, he had no room to offer them. Sometimes we forget that his offering of the stable in this time actually was an act of mercy. It wasn't that he simply spurned them and turned them away, but rather he did what he could. He offered what he had. He made them as comfortable as possible. And for all we know, uh, he sent down there to the stable some, some uh, cloths and gifts and, and, and things to help them be more com- or as comfortable as possible in that time. Um, Sometimes uh, as we've gone through this year I know we've all felt hurried and overwhelmed. Uh, one of the challenges for us within the church has been that pretty much everything we do has had to be rethought and done differently even as we're doing tonight. And I know that's true for many of you also. Uh, things in your life you've had to rethink how you do it. Things that you've done for for years in a very familiar way, all of a sudden have to be done differently. And the stress and the strain of thinking through that and coming up with new solutions and new ways of doing things has been challenging and difficult. And sometimes it's, it's been overwhelming. It's felt like too much. And, and yet it's in that time when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel there's too much, when we feel like we can't possibly manage it. It's, it's in that time. That Christ chooses to arrive, and so we're bold to play, pray even on this night. O oh, holy Child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Now, as Brooks experienced when he went to Bethlehem, uh, he found that the town was pretty much just an ordinary town uh, in the Middle East, uh, not anything particularly outstanding about it at this time, and. Uh, If you look at this photo, the building in the back of the photo is uh, the Church of the Nativity, and um, at the time Jesus was there, it was an inn. Uh, It's now the church that's been built over that location, but you can see it's it's a pretty ordinary kind of town. People were going about their business. They were doing the things they had to do, and most of the town probably was oblivious to to the fact that something amazing was happening right, right there in their midst, uh, they probably had no idea, uh, and it would probably be many years later before they would understand the reality of what occurred that night. Uh, and, and I wonder, you know, in our midst of our lives, some of us, as we've gone through this year, we've been uh, kind of had our nose to the grindstone getting things done and, and working our way through things, uh, carrying the extra load that the pandemic has created for us and trying to get things done that we need to get done anyway and in spite of. And, uh, sometimes we just really have not paid attention, uh, to the deeper, uh, kinds of things in lives and to the presence of God in our midst. I know for, for me and, uh, coming to this night, this evening in the midst of this, I've, I've just had to say, you know, it just, it, it, somehow it does not feel like our normal kinds of Christmas because it isn't, but it, it's kind of like I feel a little out of touch sometimes with what I should be connected to on this evening, uh. And yet, in the midst of all their ordinary lives and and everything they carried on with and all the things we have to do, Christ chose to show up. And so even even if we're feeling kind of disconnected tonight, even if we're not really uh, into Christmas, as we like to say, uh, we're bold to pray, O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, us,
1: we we pray.
0: Now, the scripture tells us that out in the fields uh, outside of Jerusalem that night, uh, the shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks at night. Uh, someone had to be out there at night uh, watching over the sheep. It was kind of the, the lowest of the low man on the totem pole job. Uh, they were probably out there. They, they probably were uh, somewhat cold. Uh, the, the climate in Jerusalem is similar to our climate here in Austin. Uh, they were probably cold. If it was raining, they were wet. And and somewhat miserable. And then all of a sudden, the heavens opened up and and the heavenly hosts appeared, and they were cold and and miserable and wet and scared. There is a reason that angels have to tell us do not be afraid. Uh, The sudden bursting forth of this presence in the midst of the night uh, had to be at first a frightening kind of experience for them. But then, as the angel began to share with them the good news of a great joy which had come to all people, Uh, they began to find that their bodies were warmed and their hearts were lifted up. And and they began to be encouraged by the light of God's presence. And and before they knew what they were doing, they found themselves running into town to see this thing that the angels had told about. And they found just what they'd been told. The child in a manger wrapped in swaddling cloths. And, And in that moment... They went from being cold and miserable and wet to being full of joy and hope and purpose. Their whole lives were rearranged. And so tonight, if you're not in a good place and you're struggling or maybe some of you are having to work and you're watching this on your phone, um, tonight maybe you're longing for the light of God to break into your life and to bring new joy, to bring new hope. And so tonight we join with you and the shepherds and we pray, O oh, holy child of Bethlehem, descend. descend to us, we pray. The Magi traveled from a long way to visit the holy child. We sometimes forget the Magi were, were not of the Jewish faith. Uh, these men were from a different country. Uh, they were men who studied the stars and, and studied wisdom at night, uh, probably from the re- region we would think of as Persia. Uh, and their traveling encompassed uh, moving across a great of desert. Uh, this was a long, arduous, hard journey. And they came guided by a star that they recognized as part of the prophecy. And so they followed that start of Bethlehem to worship the king. And when they got there and found that indeed the child was born, as had been prophesied, and knelt before him and offered their gifts to him, uh, they found new blessing. They found new life. They found new meaning. Their lives were changed forever from that point forward. Every year when we come to Christmas, there are people who, who struggle with the reality that God could be born into the midst of us, that the God of all creation could choose to take human form and and be in the midst of us. And they wrestle with that and struggle with it. And, And some people just can't quite bring themselves to be there. And yet this year the the star which uh, the Magi followed so long ago uh, may have been the conjunction that many of us have looked at in the sky for the last couple of nights. Uh, A lot of people believe that the the joining together of those planets that we've been able to see just after sunset uh, is actually the same conjunction of, of planets that made the star that the Magi followed. So it may be that we've been seeing the same sign that they saw. The last time this appeared, incidentally, on this time of year and was visible to us uh, was the year 1226. Uh, And and so this is not an event that occurs on a frequent kind of basis. Uh, And these gentlemen saw and recognized the power of that, even though they weren't really sure until they got there exactly what it meant. So tonight, perhaps, the reality of that star in our midst again is a sign to all of us that that even if we're not really sure exactly what all this is about and even if we wonder about it that we're called to come to find the king we're called to come before the Lord and, and to kneel and offer ourselves and our gifts to him and in doing so find that our lives are forever changed and filled with a new hope with a new meaning, with a new depth So, so If you're one of those folks tonight who's coming thinking, oh, I don't know about all of this, come with the Magi. Come with the Magi and kneel before the manger with all of us and lift up your voice and pray. Oh, holy child of Bethlehem, descend
1: descend. to us, we pray.
0: It's a prayer that comes in the midst of uh, not a happy time, uh, not a joyful time, but a difficult time in the midst of the people's lives, a time of oppression. A time of of being separated from family and being alone in what should have been a great celebration. It's a time of being overwhelmed with demands. It's a time of trying to keep up with everything that we have to do. It's a time when maybe life is difficult for us. When perhaps we're feeling cold and miserable in spirit, if not in body. It's a time when some of us even are wondering, even are wondering if God cares at all about us. And and yet the birth of Christ is the sign that God steps into the world for just such a time as this. That it is just for moments like this that God has come to be with us, to be Emmanuel, God present with us. When Philip Brooks went to Bethlehem so many years ago, he was struggling, having seen the horrors of the Civil War, wondering if the nation would ever heal, grieving the loss of so many lives and, and the assassination of President Lincoln. And he came to Bethlehem with a, a heaviness on his heart and on his soul. And yet as he, as he came to that place, as he went into the church of the nativity, as he knelt before the place where Christ was born, he found that God renewed him in hope and God filled him with a new light and a new joy and a new life. And so, tonight, in the midst of this pandemic, that's the prayer we lift up for God to, to come into the midst of this year that we've walked through, to shine His light into the darkness that we've been struggling through, to bring a new light, a new joy, a new hope into all of our lives. Remember, it ends with a prayer. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend on us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, their great glad tidings. Abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel. And tonight, my friends, the good news is God answers that prayer. Let us pray. O oh, holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. We are overwhelmed with the pandemic and the struggle that we had been in this year has been so difficult for all of us in so many ways. For some of us, it's simply a rearranging of the ordinary things we've been through, but others of us have suffered through the loss of loved ones and illness, and and others have lost work and jobs and finances, and many of us have struggled simply to deal with life in the absence of the fellowship of those we love. So remind us that it is just for years like this just for times like this, just for these moments that you have come, to be Emmanuel, God, with us. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.